you have all this at your fingertip, you know, more than the Library of Alexandria and all of that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But when you asking these questions, and that's the smallest part of what a smartphone is about or a smart oh, device is about. Hold up! What? Dallas, you recording? Oh, oh no! You you recording? Da? No, I'm not. Recording. <laughs> you know we we always supposed to be recorded, bro. Come on, right, right. Right. <laughs> let's get it right. Let's get it right. Start the episode. Hear ye, hear ye. Hi, um, this is your host with the most. This is your boy Boston's unofficial mayor coming at you straight up out of Bean Town. How you do? I need a channel cap just now. I just want to talk. Okay, all right. AKA 2Js, you know I got that foot long joint oh, in my hand, blowing that ooey gas, okay. and got those red thunder forms on my feet. They look clean as you. At you. Hello. My favorite bum job. Alright, though, let's get back serious with this shit. You know we got <laughs> DA in the motherfucking building. Peace. He's right. back, we can act. <laughs> <laughs> We can finally add again, bro. That's what's up. Um, and you already know who's always in the building. Dollars. I'm in the building, bitches. What are you doing? You already as always. Listen, the customary how it do, what it do. Appreciate you for tuning in, all the kings and queens out there. Everybody in between. You already. So we appreciate you for coming through. My kings is at the table. We, we back fully loaded. Good to see you back. Yeah. Uh, good to be back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's good. I like that. That's okay. Yeah, yeah, everybody. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, you know, warm it up, people. Yeah, warm it up. up. Um, so we've been, we've been simmering. We've been sitting on some, um, we've been simmering. Do we, we want to go straight to? Straight to, or we we want warm up. You got some warm up items. I don't know if you got warm up items. Is there? There's a big. So we've been sitting on the Cat Williams discussion. We all doing that. We have not had it yet, but we had to wait for the full circle for the Cat Williams. Is that serious? I mean, you know, it's been making waves. So we want to make sure that we get all all of the tables together. You know what I'm saying? That's all. But we making waves. Okay then. So, but I was checking with the mayor. Mayor be having some hot topics once in a while. I want to make sure that he don't got no warm up items he want to throw in before we get to that because that's gonna be a discussion. You know what I don't understand. Nope, none of them. Let's do it then. So, Cat Williams was on Club Shay Shay. Did you get to watch it? He was referring to, but I don't know. You did you peep that yet, though? Um. Book of Clarence? Oh, nah, I haven't. I, haven't. Okay, so I, haven't. I, don't, I don't know. Never mind. That was what I was thinking of. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you oh. know, I do I do want to see it, but I won't, I won't you know. Uh, there is conversation with. to be had yes. without even seeing the movie. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, because I've seen but, previews. I know what it's about. You know what I'm saying? But I will withhold the conversation until after the Cat Williams conversation. Okay. If we had time to even jump into that. Yeah. But it is it is worth going to see folks go see that movie support. just so that you just so that you can support black shit because it's not it's, it didn't reach the um the amount over the weekend that it took to actually do it. 
I know that Jay is, and James is not really sweating that shit because they have multiple projects on the way and shit. But at the same time, go support this thing. Um, it's we'll worth get, your time. It's definitely worth your time. But we'll get into more of that later. Or there may be a whole other episode for real for you. Okay. That's that. But as you, back to dollars and regular schedule programming. Oh, so yeah, you know, we've been sitting on this here, you know what I'm saying? It's Club Shay Shay interview. Shout out, Shannon. Salute to the king. He definitely does his thing. Uh, we trying to get there, bro. No, we're not. We're trying to get like us. Okay, talking about. Uh, but the interview was a little, you know, it was, it was people were talking about it. It was of interest, you know what I'm saying? I mean, honestly, personally, this is a topic that we're having because Mayor said, "Yo, we have to talk about it." And I was like, I mean, he's an interesting person. I don't ignore Cat Williams, but I pay attention to him when he's doing comedy. Okay? Mm-hmm. And the thing is, I feel like what Club Shay Shay is about is like an interview where you're supposed to like get behind the scenes. You know what I'm saying? Where you're supposed to see the genuine person. Yeah, but the like, genuine yeah. Cat Williams, when he's got a microphone in front of him, is to be a comedian. And so there is all, all it's just a lot of jokes that was in there. You know what I'm saying? I'm not um, saying he wasn't real at all. I'm just saying that there was a lot of jokes in there. Because he's Cat Williams. He can't help but be Cat Williams. So. You know, I thought it was some interesting things in there, but at the same time, a lot of it is old news and, you know what I'm saying, shit that, you know, I guess it's fun because he gets to put his voice out there and his name out there again, you know what I'm saying, and throw some jokes in the air. So, you know, from that perspective, I guess I could say it was slightly entertaining for me, but just slightly. I'm not a fan of Cat Williams' interviews, per se. Okay. Oh, me? My, uh, okay, so uh, disclaimer: I did not see like the last forty minutes or so. Of it. it was two and a half, three hours long. So yeah, it was two hours and forty-five minutes. Mm-hmm. What the time was marked at? So you know, whatever extra uh, outro and all that. I mean, That's cool. But um, I'd say in principle, I agree with you. I, but I found it entertaining. Like I found that the information he gave wasn't all shit that I knew, but it should I've heard things about around or whatever mm-hmm. but I'm definitely not somebody who in general looks into most people's lives on a deeper level to want to like know answers of why certain things happen and things like that yep I don't personally usually care about it it was an entertaining interview though uh, entertaining informative you know as far as his perspective and what he talked about or whatever it was jokes and stuff in it I thought they were funny but I felt like they were you know relevant to what he was saying same time like he was joking about a thing that actually happened well not even joking about it but was making it come across funny and I mean, which I was fine with whatever like I found myself like cracking up like crazy during different parts of it but I didn't walk away with it like with none of the things like I can't believe that got said or that he said this happened or I don't know, maybe I just don't got faith in people like that anyway. Right. You know, like, I can't believe this nigga was still a joke. I can't believe that nigga would say some wild shit like that. I can't believe this nigga would just like, I feel like on the cat's part, I was agreeing with a lot of that shit. Like, I, nobody knows why I lie this lie. Niggas do their shit for their own reasons type of shit. You know right, I mean? like, right, right. But again, like, I 
all in other situations can I say I know these other niggas' stories either to be like, oh, that's a true thing that I heard Cat said. Yeah. Because I don't fucking know. But I don't really care like that either. You know what I'm saying? Like, he said things that were believable to me. You know what I mean? For the little information I feel like I have about people's situations and shit. Mm hmm. And <coughs> if anything, <coughs> pardon me. It's okay. We we're smoking a foot long joint. Mm-hmm. <coughs> uh, any onus is when the parties involved to be responding or not. For you know sure, I mean? if they feel like it, you know what I mean. That's all yeah. up to these niggas or whatever. There have like, been a bunch of those. I I, I think I've made more. We're not gonna step. We're not gonna step on that okay. point now because again, I have been there. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's pretty much it. You know I mean, that's kind of how I I gauged what I got from it. I was entertained, more entertained than I expected when Mayor, like Dal said, was like, "We should watch this talk about it." I was like, "Ugh." Because <laughs> I was like, "Man, <laughs> yeah, I was man damn it all day, nigga." Like. Every time I thought about it until I started watching this shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I was like, oh, that, this, this shit's actually pretty good. And I am definitely typically somebody who's like, I do not give a shit about what these niggas is talking about. Like, I, I gave a shit more so, I'd say, in it because I felt like he was talking to the culture of a part of our society or talking about it. That was like yeah. so, but it's one of those things where I reflect on anyone talking about shit like that. Was like I'm not necessarily feeling like I'm getting new information. Obviously, I'm getting specific situations now that I might not have known about before. Right. But I already felt like the culture from what I've heard from other shit about it mm-hmm. was going to be in this way, so it's not surprising. Right. But I do like that someone popular it is popular like that. People are paying attention to a person saying, it, and that's the thing. But it's a weird thing because like the whole RBF yep, scene thing, Harvey Weinstein, that scene shit, all of that. Like, niggas been to what it was, but we're like dragging shit out now. It's like, it, it, at least for my timeline of things, against you because you're going <laughs> off oh. into the future conversation. Oh, okay. okay. And so I want to put in my point. Sounds um, to me it's like the state. Um, before we before we um, into that um, to get into the more specifics of what he said. Right, right. Um, but hello, everybody. Mayor here. Um, Person you're about to be one of the but hey, we should talk about that. Um, um, and I saw that um, that interview. You know, you could throw somebody under the bus and they need to be under the bus, but I didn't. Um, but when I saw the interview, it wasn't like because of like the clips that was going around. It was because of. How Shannon Sharp, Club Shay Shay, yeah. does shit. Okay. So it's not really an interview, it's a conversation. Mm-hmm. And in interviews, Agreed. it's more uh, back and forth, and there's an agenda and shit in which Club Shay Shay, my nigga, pulls out his cognac and kind of lets you be you on the shit. While he has questions for sure and shit like that. But kind of lets you be you, and I haven't seen all of them through the entirety because most of the people that he um, bring on there are boring. But for the people that are not boring, you can sit through a whole conversation of Club Shay Shay, 
So, you know, like D.L. Hughley, fucking like, you know, the comedians that are people that, um, rappers, the athletes that he have on there, people I respect and shit like that be on there. I watch their shit, whatever. And so, like, I got to hear, like, Ricky Smiley and Cedric and Steve go on there and say the things that they said. And me personally, at the time, feel ways about it. What? Oh, okay, go ahead. Well, I guess you had already heard some of these little situations already. Because um, they've been out. Like you said, none of the information is new, mm-hmm. but none of it was solidified. Like, it was hearsay, <coughs> it was off of memory base and shit like that. Um, or kind of memory based or whatever like that. So it was kind of like, it was kind of like, damn. So you don't know, you do, um, it's just hearsay. You're not in the mix like that at at least at me me at that time. So, so, so to see one of your favorite, um, comedians, um, get on there, excuse me while I take this hit. You got that. Um, Cat was like, for me, one of the comedians I saw growing up. Like, maybe like my late teens, early 20s, and shit like that. Being on Comedy View was still there. Okay. So, when I saw him on Ice Cube shit, it was where do I know him from? But then, oh yeah, okay. But cats always been his, right? Like from my perspective, and for a lot of people's perspective, because the first time they saw him was Ice Cube shit, and he stole that role, he stole that movie. So, you know, rest is in history. (coughs) So when I saw this shit, I thought this shit was just. Amazing that I can sit all through, through like two and a half, three hours, like a Marvel movie or a Martin Scorsese flick, and look at this shit and be like, wow. Not only was I entertained, I was out, it was informative, and it kind of he connected the dots on a lot of shit that we, as comedian fans or comic fans, shit that we already knew. But nobody came out and said, yeah, this nigga did this shit. Like, what What are you saying wasn't out? Nobody, nobody knew that. Nobody, nobody put together that Cat Williams joke and Seth's joke and, and the Seth joke from, um, what you call it? Um, from the Kings of Comedy. Nobody put that shit together. And I watched it and I, and I remember when he, what he said exactly. I remember being at KB's house and, and, and um, um, living there and shit like that and that shit being on the channel and, and watching that commercial with Cat doing that fucking joke and shit like that. Me laughing my ass off. Me watching the Comic View episode when Cat came on and he did that fucking joke <laughs> and me not putting two and two together when, me, when the same KB took me to go see Kings of Comedy yeah. and saw the same fucking joke. I was like, holy shit. <coughs> like, 
like you live in some shit and this is other people's world like it's not my world and shit like that so him talking about that shit and I'm sitting there like damn yo that's like when Joe Button got crashed by Jay-Z so I mean I feel like you're saying that you you hadn't heard about this before this interview session with Cat Williams what do you mean I haven't heard about the interview session with Cat Williams you hadn't heard about the joke being stolen that Cedric stole that joke I'm saying that we all saw and if you were called a comedic fan like, like myself you saw this shit happening in real time and didn't know what was happening. Like we, if you watch comedy, that's you, fine. I understand in terms of when it happened. I'm talking about your experience during the interview session. That chat. Are you not putting it together? What I'm saying. Are you not putting this together? So I'll explain it a different way. I'm not putting it together. Okay. So right, imagine right. You see. You see your brother get beat up. Uh-huh. You see it, right? Mm-hmm. You, but you don't acknowledge that's your brother getting beat, beat, beat. Right? What do you mean? I'm listening to you. Right? Okay, okay. okay. I'm listening to it. It is like years later, he comes and be like, hey, yo, my brother saw me get beat up and he did nothing. Mm-hmm. You didn't see it was your brother, but you saw it. Mm-hmm. You saw the incident happen. Mm-hmm. So you see your brother getting beat up, but you didn't recognize that was your brother getting beaten up, but you literally saw the shit happen. Gotcha. This is basic, it's similar, not the actions of being physical, but getting your joke stolen and shit like that, and then watching that shit happen right in front of you, because he went to the show and saw him steal the joke. Not at, not at the taping, but one of the, because, you know, it's a tour and shit, right? Yeah, yeah. And Cat Williams went to the show and saw the shit. Mm-hmm. Like, holy shit. We saw that. I mean, for me, I can say I saw it. And I'm like, holy shit. That's fucked up. Dave Chappelle went on when he accepted his Mark Twain award was talking about when he was young and shit. And niggas stole his joke. And he was very young. And he was proud. And he worked on that yeah. shit. And how that. So if I could have that same feeling for Dave, excuse me while I take a hit. Then I'm definitely gonna have that same feeling for Cat and being like, oh shit, like yeah, that's a big fucking deal. Yeah. And that's information that is now new because I he's the one that put it together. Well it wasn't new. myself. I mean I had all the information, I just didn't he's the one that made it click and I'm like, Okay. Holy shit. I got you. I mean again, I understand because uh, you're hearing it like I said for the first time, I heard it all. To me, this is a new news. Like you I've heard been heard that that this that conversation that uh, Cedric the Entertainer stole joke? that joke from Cat Williams. That is not so. How do we news. feel about that? Oh, it's yeah. fucked up. It's <laughs> not even a question that it's fucked yeah. up. But it happened so long ago. So for me to hear fun. about it talked about today, for me, it's like, why are we bringing it back up? But why we I actually, I actually, I actually respected it only because. They were on Club Shay Shay, and they took the time to say Cat Williams' name. Yes, that's exactly what I was about to say. And so because you decided to say his name, now he has the opportunity and right to be able to come on here and fucking do his piece, nigga. Like, so absolutely. That's what I got. That's the reason for talking about it. Yeah. These niggas 
So that's the only reason why, again, like, but again, like, as far as the impact of it for me hearing about it, like, it wasn't super hardcore like it is for you right now because, like I said, I knew about the shit from the past. I 100% had heard before about the fact that he stole that joke from yeah, that way. And it was devastating to me when it happened because I had a high level of respect for Cedric the Entertainer before I, before I was told that. So it was devastating when it actually hit me 100% of where it's So where you, are, so you, so you agree with me? Yes, absolutely. You said yes to that. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. No question. But I just, I've already dealt with that emotional trauma. It's in my past. I yeah, let so it go. You, you say know what I'm saying? Hit you like that. So yeah, I'm like, so I'm like it's not really a big deal. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm glad it worked out for you. Um, so there, that, there's that part, right? Then there is, well, I guess all on the same lines. He did the same. He had the same smoke for Ricky Smiley. He had the same smoke for Steve Harvey. I really want to watch the Ricky Smiley shit because I, I want to understand how he delivered his part. Well, Ricky Smiley had a retort, but he no, no, you said it. You mean the original? That's what Ricky Smiley. Yes. Yeah, like, but he, he, all, all he says is the same thing that he already said beforehand, which was that, that I was offered the um the, pimp, the role. He was offered the role. Yeah, he said he was offered the role of that. Yeah. And according to Cat, that doesn't make any. And then when Ice Cube came out, he was like, um, so what else I, um, I didn't know about the interview? Joke, go ahead. Um, so it was the stealing, um, recognizing the stealing of the, um, of the jokes and shit like that. Oh, and the disrespect to Bernie. Did not know that shit. Okay. I think for me, that was the nail shit. Like I, as far as my memory, I can remember the day something said about someone disrespecting Bernie, saying something foul shit, and it might have been Steve in my mind, but I couldn't remember at all what might have been said. So I'm saying that again it was like, a, oh yeah, I did hear some shit, but what was it? Um, okay. it was rumored that he said something about you supposed to be in the movie or something. Bernie. Before that, it was the closing of the tour. So, the original King of the Comedy, Steve is supposed to be closing the door. In the movie, Steve Harvey comes off as the host. Right. For the other niggas on the tour. And it kind of got set up that way because, I mean, I don't want to say it out loud and I sound disrespectful, but. Oh, I'll be too disrespectful. Go ahead. This nigga is the least funniest nigga out of all the niggas on the tour. I mean, you know, I wouldn't put it that way. But I, you can put it that way. How, how would you show <coughs> me, dollars? How would you put that? I was gonna put it that you couldn't deny that the funniest set was from the nigga Bernie Mac. So um, you had to fucking. So you just was going somewhere else. That's yeah. How, like, it. It, how many niggas in the queue? Four, yeah, thank you. I'm about to say, sorry, point, nine, yeah, four, yeah, audio. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're doing this to me. Now, when you look at me a second time, conversation. yeah, when you, when you, when you look at me the second time, I realize, like, oh, I gotta say, yeah, right, it's four, yeah. So, third, 
Second, post. You ain't even first. You post. You look like he's emceeing for these niggas. That's what it looks like in the film. Hey, it was kind of funny. Like, what I, I would have to, in obviously my opinion, would be that he was the least funny of the niggas I ever went out. But at least favorite. I'm terrible right now. Like, I feel bad because I'm trying that sounds to horrible. recall Kings of Comedy more clearly in my yeah, head right yeah, now. Yeah, it's, it's, been been while, it's been such a while. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I remember, like, how you actually actual, felt that Yeah. Fuck an actual set. Mm-hmm. D.O. Hughley. Boss. Set it to entertainment. I like the guy. He's very entertaining. Before the joke, joke stealing shit. Even yeah, though he's still writing. Always, you know oh, at the time, I was like, boss. That's he still got busy. Yeah, he can't say fuck me up with that too. That that kind of fucked me up. When he was like, Cedric is actual entertainment. He doesn't write shit. Right. I was like, ah oh, man, that takes away a lot from me. Like, right. It's cool. you just do shit. But he's still entertaining as fuck though. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then we don't even have to question the nigga that went last because. R.I.P. to the to, to the one of the goats and shit like that. Real talk, real talk. That he not. Woo, that motherfucker's crazy. Yeah. So it's just it's Steve. And don't disrespect Steve. But right? out. Tell you how it is. Well, 
I, again, there are rebuttals. So. You say no. You said you said without rebuttal. I didn't say not without rebuttal. I said how they're rebutting. They're rebutting how they feel. Oh, okay. not what he's actually saying. Okay, I hear you. I mean, the I like only to person know. that did that was Ricky Smiley, and I guess we're gonna move into that conversation now about the rebuttals. Well, about before yeah, before, before that, did that. you do you know if there's been ones from Cedric? Huh? Been, been, um, oh, oh, okay, so we're gonna move it. Okay, um, so the rebuttals, right? I don't even know if I should just say yes, yes, to the, to the, to the, <laughs> what happens. But go ahead, um, so rebuttal, right? Yeah. So there's been people that's been coming out and talking, right? Yes, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna just look at the time of this, like, possible dramatic effect, all right. So, we have Cedric on the red carpet. He gets up. You know, it's the Emmy time. It's the February, January, late February, Oscars, Emmys, um, all that shit. He got um, season, just like, just like Fashion Week and shit like that. Right? Oh, shout out to um, LV, Pharrell. Love you, man. Can't wait to get my shit. Um... Says on the red carpet. Says on the red carpet. They're doing talk. They're, they're asking him about cat because what else are you going to ask about? Okay, right. Mm-hmm. So what is cat? Um, what is Say. sensei? Yeah. He, for that first interview, he's like, "No, nah, I don't want to really talk about the guy with the Emmys and shit." So when he shows up at the next, at the next one and shit, I think he did the um, the Oscars and shit like that, or the pre-Oscars or whatever that shit's called. Um, the governor's ball. Um, when he got showed up on that one, he then said that. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know why he wants to be saying people down. Hoping he's okay and stuff like that. You know, he must be going through a hard time, something like that. That nonsense. Yeah. That shit. Uh-huh. That's what he said. So again, <laughs> not that's not PR. That's just yeah. That's a PR yeah. response, right? He's just. It's more like why did he say that? Right. Is what he's answering. So then, oh, who else did he talked about in this shit? Ricky Smiley. Well, he, you know, he got a radio show, so he know he addressed the shit on the radio show, and he said. Everything, the same thing he said on, um, on oh, Shake Shack, uh-huh. right? But, you know, who comes out and, and says some shit? Ice Cube. Ice Cube says, um, Cat Williams is correct, but not correct, correct. Because Ricky Smiley did audition for the part. Okay. It's just that the product that you see before you today mm-hmm. is a product of Cat Williams. So it wasn't offered. No, to Ricky Smiley. No. So Cat Williams was correct. Nothing was offered to Cat um, to Ricky Smiley. But when they saw what he brought in, he brought in the, the character. Um, so it was him. So everything that Cat said was correct. So it's it. The rebuttals are coming in again. The only people that are saying something is people saying that what he's saying is correct. It's just that he shouldn't be saying it. I mean, they said Cube said he shouldn't be off the head. Well, he shouldn't. He shouldn't be saying what he's saying like the way that he's saying. It. He's nobody saying that he can't go through and say that it's true. He said he don't. And everybody saying that talking. Who cares? He's cat. You know. That's 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 how they start off. Conversation that end the conversation. Let me talk about cat. Hey, but that's weird. I, I would personally, I would say that about anyone. If I know the person, like, mayor, you respond in a certain way to a certain thing, I'm gonna be like, well, that's the mayor. Like, I expect that nigga to respond like that. 
same thing for dollars. Like, I know you kind of as a person, so if you respond to a situation, how you respond to a situation, someone tells you about it, that sounds like dollars more than likely to me. That's not a, that's not like a, you're letting a nigga get off with no shit or whatever. Like, I don't know. Like, uh, for what, or what I'm hearing right now, if that's how people feel, I did not really don't give a shit about what they gotta say. Because you just talk about feelings over, like, arguing the point. Like, oh, so you're saying that you just don't think a nigga should have said something about it. It's, it wasn't the thing. It made the room uncomfortable. I don't give a shit about none of that type of thing. <laughs> right. like, so, so you thing. definitely don't want to hear um, Kevin Hart respond. I do want to hear because if it's, I just want to hear. Yeah, hell yeah. So, first of all, it wasn't, the first response wasn't a response like from Mountain from Twitter. Okay. And it was like, on the lines of, I'm paraphrasing people. Uh, like, wow, you just need to get some help, bro. By the way, my movie's coming out Friday, Lift, on Netflix. Yep. Y'all should check it out. Somebody says, good job in the movie, and I swear they're talking to Cat Williams. And then he wrote some emoji shit. Wait, say that last part again. <laughs> yeah, okay. Say that last part again. Oh, there's somebody saying, good job in the movie, I swear they're talking to Cat Williams. Then he just some like emoji shit, shit. maybe like laughing or something like that. You know, I don't think that bullshit. And that was Cat. That was Kevin's response. And then the same day or same night or whatever, he does the NBA game with the Plastic Cup Boys and Perk. You know, Big Perk. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Siege. You know, we got a ring and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Go Doc Rivers. Me and Donald's gonna have a conversation oh, on that sports God. shit about Doc Rivers. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like that. Stay tuned for that shit. Oh, yeah. Fry that nigga up yeah. with gravy and milk and oh, shit, okay. nigga. All right. But, you know what? You can work off. All right. We're go not ahead. gonna go there right now. Go ahead. Um, what was I talking about? Yeah, you were talking about how Cat. Cat Williams. Um, what, what about what's that? And then you did ask the question. What you think do? You're right. Exactly. <laughs> Cat Williams was um talking about no Cedric was talking about the uh, so Cat Williams. Uh, it's Kevin Hart. Kevin, Kevin Hart, Hart thank you. Excuse me. Kevin Hart's response, thank you. Oh Dollar Save the Day. Yes. Um so That's your back game. So when they was on the um the NBA talking and shit like that with the Classic Cup Boys, yeah. Um Big Perk um talked about um why did you respond to um Cat Williams. Mm-hmm. And Kevin said, do you um, go to the circus and enjoy? Yeah, he said it's time shit. Right. Do you join the circus or do you go over and just watch? I mean, so to me, that, that response is you, I'm going to, I can, t- I'm going to take it as you saying that this shit, you're denying whatever he's saying. I mean, I don't think that that's necessarily what's being said. I think it's more along the lines of I won't entertain his his this. Yeah, you call me bullshit. You're not calling it. Bullshit. That's what I feel like. Listen, I'm no. saying this is how I'm taking it. Okay. Yes, yes. No, no, no. I get it. I'm clearly. Okay. I would take that. Oh, oh, so that's bullshit. So it's bullshit. And now you got to tell me different, nigga. <laughs> if you want it, if you want me to think different, you got to tell me different. Nigga. He already told you different. Now like you're just no from. Cat Williams' perspective, he told you, you ain't work out here. I was here, you wasn't. Yeah. You was over there. Yeah. You came, when you came here, it's because you had a deal. Already. So yeah. So don't come in here 
talking about, oh, I used to work the circuit, and I used to, nah, fuck all that bullshit. Mm-hmm. I'm an actual comedian. You, again, you seem to have a problem. Oh, I, I won't push that far. But, Cat is on this crusade of, like, telling it how it is. And he's coming from a comics perspective. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I don't know if I respect it or I just understand it to a point to where I can't be mad at where he's coming from and how he's saying it. I can't either, but I can only say that based off this interview because of how he points out, like we were saying earlier, that he's saying he's responding to the fact that people came on this show that's supposed to be a that conversation, yeah, and he feels straight up lied to you about some shit, mm-hmm. and right. it's about him. So that justifies enough for me as far as him being entertainer shit for him to be on there saying anything about it. Can I tell you, Dave Chappelle is about it. Yes, no, period. <laughs> the topics up the bottom, or do you have any feels or ways about? Oh man, I should get through Dave. If y'all remember any of those bits. Um, but Dave Chappelle, on his own glorious stage in Ohio, with Dion Cole, you know, the man that never ages. Yeah. <laughs> How old is that? Nigga? I don't know. Uh, you can't Google it. Make sure his clothes look different, man. That's, that's what I've noticed. Like his style and his fitness and shit have changed since we went back in the day. But he looked the same. <laughs> I feel like he does that for old, so I don't know like what the fuck he's supposed to look like. Right. <laughs> no, that's the wrong nigga. <laughs> See, that's the wrong nigga. I'm not even talking about Dion Cole. Oh, D. Ray Davis. Oh. That's who he's on there. D. Ray Davis. Um. So he was on stage with D. Ray Davis. Thank you for showing me a picture of the nigga I'm talking Davis. about. Yeah. Um, and shout out to Dion Cole, man. He did awesome in the hard day fall. Um. Yeah, like Ray Davis was on stage with Dave Chappelle and they were talking or having a, a solid debate about, um, yeah, that's totally wrong. Nigga <laughs> said he's 41 years old, man. That nigga's probably my age. The fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I told you that nigga, I told you that nigga set this shit up to him. Nobody knows where his age. That nigga um, been acting before I was born, nigga. Look out of here. Oh my goodness. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Ray Davis uh, was going back and forth, not going back and forth, going back and forth with Dave about the Cat Williams situation. D. Ray Davis was kind of like, like, you know, like on the side of Cat Williams. And Dave as far as what? Uh, Beyond his side, like, what's the, what's the argument? You know what I mean? Like, at what point are they arguing? Uh, Whether his tone, the way, the way he came out and said the shit is wrong. That was part of I can pull it up exactly on my phone. I think I don't think it's saved on my phone. But Dave Chappelle was on the line of I didn't hear you mention one black comedian at all. I mean, I didn't hear you mention one white comedian at all, and you're on your your entire rant. You were talking to Cat. Yeah. Oh, he's talking about Cat to Dion. Sorry, Dion. That was his issue with it, is that he didn't well, mention a white community. Yeah. That you didn't, um, that you're tearing, you're trying, it seems like you're trying to tear us down. 
Now, what that says to me, just quickly, that I'm not talking up or sure of it, so I'm stating it all more as a question than a statement. Uh, does that mean that there have been white comedians on either Puff Shay Shay or other media, you know, social media platforms, mentioning or talking about Cat Williams? Um, I think, well, see, that's the thing about it. He does mention that Joe Rogan won't let him on the platform. And he mentioned quite a few white men in this interview that he fucks with, like, that gave him, that he rocked with, like, he won his shit, so now he could go to, like, Jeff Foxworthy and them. Yeah, I'm just saying, him spending time really going at any of them would be, would only be, uh, you know, like, appropriate if one of them came at Cat Williams. (laughs) So that's why I'm asking. That wasn't on Club Shay Right. Like, right. I never saw. Like, maybe issue. Gary Owens on there, but he didn't say shit about Cat Williams. See, that's what I'm saying. My like, issue I don't with know. Dave shit, but that response, just in general, is really that my perspective of what I said earlier of how there's reason for talking about this. Mm-hmm. He had a Cat Williams was <laughs> like these so people. He, Say going back, yeah, he's going back to rebuttal the thing specifically said against him. Exactly, he's not just like on blanket going after everybody. I didn't feel that. No, no, not at all. So that definitely is a interesting, you know what I'm saying. So I feel dynamics coming from Dave Chappelle. It's it's weird for me to say judgment on all of this shit because for all of his records, anyone get out here and say what you want on radio, whatever, Mm -hmm. do what you want to do. That's right. Like, but that feels like a is how long did that come out after Cat shit? Well, this Day came out well, maybe a couple of days ago. So a couple of days after, a week after, something like that. Well, Cat I don't know if Cat dropped from the beginning of the year. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. He's been breathing for about yeah. a few weeks now. And so think that, like, y'all didn't talk to him. Like, if they felt days, like this was right. a thing and he had an issue, if he actually has an issue about it, because I didn't hear the perspective of nothing. You know what I mean? He's yeah. talking about it, so... Yeah. That just sounds like y'all niggas need to talk about it. Like, that sounds like a sit down one on one. You know, uh, what like not even like a deep thing. Like no. that's just a question. If we were saying, yeah, like, like I heard you say this. Like, yeah, you just tell me what you meant by. Uh, I understand what you were saying. Whether I agree or not, don't have to change. In the interview, we talked about how the most respectfully happened. So. So it's like never, a, it's never really coming after nobody it's like the that. that <laughs> it's running at somebody. Dave has a look. There's a thing about it, right? I think we should we can move past the rebuttal part and get past it. Like, what do we think about this shit? Mm-hmm. Like, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. How I actually feel about all this shit. Yeah. How I actually feel about the all this shit. I think it's just hilarious. It's hilarious, of course. I think this shit is fucking funny. Mm-hmm. I think it's about time people get to say what the fuck they want to say. If it's about you, mm-hmm. it's called dressing shit. Yeah, agree, agree. And the fact that we live in a society where you're uncomfortable talking is just fucking. It's hilarious. 
Williams, Kevin Hart, uh, Kevin Hart's politically correct, correct or PR statement of I just don't make comments about Cat Williams is offensive somehow to the point where he had to go ahead and go ahead and drag this whole thing out when he's his opportunity to again rightfully in many cases or that appropriate you know what I'm saying again uh, with with Steve with uh, Cedric like fire back because they mentioned your name when they were on there and they had things to say you have the right to respond to those things but when somebody doesn't actually take the time to say anything of disrespect to you I don't see why you would have a, a need to decide to go after them you know what I'm saying when it's your turn to actually take the mic that's all I'm saying now, if people would act like you are nothing and you have the time to express yourself, are you not going to say that you are something? Say it one more time. If people, if, if people address you as nothing mm-hmm. and it's time to get on the mic, aren't you going to show that you are something? That comes down to the individual. But I can I can easily see you yes you're doing that. <laughs> so, I'm asking I'm just yeah, yeah. Yeah. I could I could see so, it happening, absolutely. Right. So yeah. okay. this is that. And to answer your question. Now okay. do you have to? No. But you give me the mic and I feel it? Man, I might turn into fucking MJ. So, again, I, only thing about the situation for me is that it was a little bit raw, and I felt like, again, in order for me to actually be able to enjoy it, it was more of just counting it as a lot of, you know, a lot of his jokes, basically, you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like you're just throwing shots at people, you know what I'm saying? Because you just have the opportunity to. Like, it's a roast or some shit like that, you know what I'm saying? And, again... You know, have fun with your, have fun with your, you know, 10 minutes of throwing his name in the air and giving him free attention. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's all you really did, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Like, as as far as, because as far as this little story goes about Kevin Hart, I also feel like he's being kind of fucking corny, to be honest with you. He's he's mad because somebody doesn't want to do the career path the way that he thinks the career path should go to be a comedian. Well, you know what? You don't get to choose for other people. Kevin Hart says he did his small bit of circuit work. He took advantage of opportunities that led to him being able to be a, a entertainer in the movie industry. And you didn't want to choose to go down the same path as him. You, you're saying that your level of integrity puts you above the making the decisions and choices that Kevin would Kevin would make. That's totally okay. That's totally fine. But at the same time. You trying to make it a slander thing is you, you being judgmental and, and fucking uh, uh, single-minded. So if anybody who doesn't pick the doodle thing the way you're choosing to do the thing, they out of bounds. Like, bro, that's just not the way fucking shit works. And the whole idea of him being a, a gatekeeper, he talks himself about him being fucking uh, someone who 
helps other people and puts other comedians on. So the fucking fact that Kevin Hart's giving other people opportunities should not be some fucking how turned around to somehow be a fucking fucked up thing that he's exactly. giving other people yeah. opportunities. Yeah. That is he's him a gatekeeper. And when he calls him a gatekeeper, that means stopping people. I'm just saying that when he, I'm just saying when he mentions that, that I took it as no, I hear what you're saying, purposes. Oh, and I hear what you're saying. But when he explains why he thinks that's what's going on, it comes down to he himself has said that there are definitely clicky groups within the comedian fucking stream, and fucking he's not part of their their fucking team, and they compete and fucking go against each other for roles. Guess what? That's fucking horrible. I don't understand why that's a that's a again a foul fucking thing. Where's the foul in that? That's normal shit. So how is he a gatekeeper then? How is he going to Because he just said, um, I'm not going to sit there and repeat what DA already said because that would be gaslighting. He already he said it. what you said, bro, because I don't remember. Yeah, because you were on a roll. How was he called? In, uh, he said something about them being a gatekeeper. You want to ex- explain to me what you said about him not being a gatekeeper or what he was saying when he was saying a gatekeeper? I was, I was saying that I felt like he took it ill. His expression of that was specifically talking about the stopping people. Mm-hmm. Not the like so much acceptance of it, like he's stopping people who are not deciding to choose their path Go ahead. Uh-huh. from getting the monies and deals that they would otherwise get. Yeah, like, and the way that they're stopping them is again by not aligning with his moral values. You shouldn't do that. You shouldn't agree to do that role that way. You should do this, that, and the third. He's, again, that's his whole moral stance. And if you don't do it my way, then I think that you're being foul and you're preventing other people from getting the role because you should stand up and have this level of integrity like I do. That's what he's saying. I feel you. That's his defense. That's exactly what Cat Williams was saying. And I'm telling you that that's a, that is not a, a, a worldview sh- that we should share. Like, if you don't do it the Cat Williams way, then you're fucking wrong. What's the Cat Williams way that would be different from, from his way? Like, what do you, what do you picture as that when I, if I ask that question? Well, again, the main thing I think I, I feel like he highlighted, I can't say what any other real ones are because the main one that he only highlighted and was, again, using it as a comic crutch, which was, you know, it was a delightful from a comedic joke standpoint, but as far as making his point be real and solid, it fell a little bit flat to what, me. What? And that was wearing dresses and, um, you know, saying agree and so no how play with dick thing? No. <laughs> No. <laughs> no, what? That was uh, part of what I took away as like a main uh, moral thing. That was, I mean, I understood what he was saying about that. that. As, as far that as a business, moral business thing. Go ahead. For that, you coming to my company All and right, saying, so, I'll suck your dick right now for you to do the right. role type shit. No, I got you. I got you. So, I, I'm going to talk to you. Of a thing I, let's talk specifically thing. about yeah. that one. We could, again, I wasn't thinking about that one. I'm just telling you that I wasn't thinking about that one. Yeah, yeah, okay. When you asked me, I told you what I was thinking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. You're talking about yeah. this, and, I, and we can definitely talk about this. So uh, this is, I think, a, a amusing thing in my personal opinion as well, first off. I just want to put that out there. Because, again, the way I took the story, and you can correct me, is that he was a, he uh, Steve Weinstein offered to suck his yeah. dick. So that he would accept a role in a movie. And, of course, Cat was like, no, thank you. You know what I'm saying? To your, you know, any no, man. Whatever. 
manly offer coming from you right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm not down with that. And then he still ended up getting the role in the movie. You know what I'm saying? Now, the way he presents it is almost like it was like a foul threat thing because he's looking at it like if I do this, he'll now have a whole little blackmail thing on me later on where it's like, nigga, don't put it out there that I was, you know what I'm saying? I think the threat was that. Or what have you. I think the threat was implied, the way he's told the story, the threat seemed to be. <laughs> not going to put me in that circle with that you, That he might not. He, I, I thought he thought the threat was well, the way he puts the story. Is that he thought the threat was that he wouldn't get the role if he didn't let him serve? Right, and how ridiculous does that sound? I can't. I don't know pervert. I say perverts, but I mean everyone got their own shit. Okay, but you know, but how I do get what he's been accused of and does shit. Like if you say he'll do this wild shit with a woman, why wouldn't he do this wild shit with a dude if he's into dudes too? You know what I mean? I get what you're saying. I I got you. I so, I mean, that's a, if you believe it or not, because like, like you can say with anything, I heard your side of the story, and that's what you're saying the story is, so I just got to go off of that. It just presents wrong, it presents backwards to me, you know what I'm saying, for you just for it to be that way, you know what I'm saying, it presents not backwards. Not, it's sorry. not from the I want you in my out. movie so bad, let me suck your dick. If not, I'm not going to give like, you the role. That doesn't make sense. It might not have said the... It makes no sense. He might not have said the... I'm not going to give you the role because that's the implied thing of having power over an actor or actress, right? You just say... You offer the thing. I say, I want you to do this thing. You could say no or whatever, but in your mind, you know the power structure? If shit doesn't go well for you after this, now you're going to have to think of, maybe I should have sucked his dick that time. Maybe that's why I didn't get the role. You know what I'm saying? That's the shit that is already okay. put over women on a no level for us in the society. That's how this shit got. I, I find that personally. Like Harvey Weinstein? I, I guess. This is not Harvey Keitel. Harvey Weinstein. What's the nigga with the show that, that had on Netflix that they didn't finish it? Uh, because he, he was like messing with boys underage and shit. Oh, oh, oh. oh Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey. No. I'm saying all these other niggas' names. I'm sorry if I... Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Harvey, you are an amazing actor. Yeah, Harvey got to tell him sorry. You, you he's amazing. Um, but go ahead. But, but go I was ahead. saying, like, pointing out him, like, he's someone who, uh, on the other side of being, like, a guy who likes guys, was now has stories of him taking advantage of young boys and shit and just, like, blatant situations out in public type. So they sound like wild shit. Just like that sounds like wild shit. Which okay. is why I was like, when I heard the shit, I'm like, I'm not super surprised. The nigga he said for the shit he's been accused of already has gone to jail for. So I'm like, that doesn't sound crazy. I mean, it sounds crazy because it is a wild thing to happen. Yes. But I can see this story coming out of this. So it yes. doesn't sound crazy to me. <laughs> I guess. I, you know what? This My is just dollars. Hey, like, and, 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 and first and foremost... Dollar's perspective is that A, that can only be taken as a request of, you know what I'm saying, of subservience. Like, nigga, I'm willing to go as far as I need to to get you in my movie. And I would never, in any way, shape, or form, take it as any sort of a, if you decline me, I won't accept. I would just let them know, like, you don't got to go that far. I'm good with that. Okay. But we can talk percentage points and, you know, what's the role like? Like, let's talk. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would not be like, I would not. We got it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, those are clearly available if if, if, we're, if you're coming to blow me in, in front of all my friends in the, in the middle of a party or whatever. Like, what are we talking about? So, okay. 
Do we not become bosses? Do we not become bosses and negotiate and get get yours? You know what I'm saying? Like, what's happening right now? Like, that's how I feel. That's all I'm saying right now. Is if I'm offered from if you're offering to suck my dick, I know I have control of the situation. Let's let's go for the biggest game we could get. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not gonna joke. We ain't need any of the shit no more. Like, we talking business now. Let's fuck it off. Taking us to the business now. We doing right now. What are we doing right now? Say, call Val. Like niggas, we in space. Like we got the next future. Thank you. So anyway, don't worry about it. Hey, my nigga. Yo, my nigga. But but again, I <laughs> Sorry. I, I just uh, uh, appreciate I appreciate the way he drew the picture, but I don't understand it personally, yeah, yeah. which is I why it conflicts with my senses. But I am listening to the kings, and I do respect that there are wild things that happen in life, and people have their you know when things happen to them, and how mature of mind they are, and all these other things. So yeah. you know, I can't just say that you know. Cat's totally losing his mind, but it sounds like a perspective that might have a little bit of a slant to it. I'm just saying, he did drink a lot before telling that part of the story. <laughs> I'm saying he was drinking. I know that probably makes him more truthful. Oh, hold on. Go ahead. Hold on. Did you just hold on? Just cheers that. Like, you're having rational, a rational human being sauce about you. Someone tells you a story that sounds wild. The first thing you gotta do is kind of doubt it. Like, uh, that's crazy. But I'm not what? gonna for real. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I'm not. You know what? When nobody comes and out I, and be like, I respect what y'all are saying in terms yeah. of like again the Hollywood perspective where niggas have that level of like influence that if you know that they can make or break you. You know what I'm saying? Because, because you ask yourself that already. Like I know, being especially when I was younger. Hearing stories about shit that happened, whether it was altar boys and shit, I'm like, what? Why would you like? In my mind, I'm like, you gotta be. My my rational thought as a child was like, it seems like you gotta be with it already. If it's not like your parent or someone that's around you doing some shit to you, it felt like to me. But that's just how I grew up, so it just seemed like that was ridiculous. Those are those are like I feel like it's more complex than that. You better stop it. You know that people don't understand. Niggas get crazy. Niggas got crazy in the eighties and nineties and shit, niggas. It makes you realize that people absolutely wild shit happens all the time. It's just whether it happens to you or not. Whether it sounds crazy. Again, I'm a is an accused freak. Okay. It just leaves the option open. It is all it is. You know what I mean? Because yeah. again, like you pointed out, and I'm pointing out again, is that this is a nigga telling his perspective. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's all the context that you have going along with them and everything else that's going to inform you whether you should be believing it or not. Right. Right. So I'm not going to tell you that everything that he said. I believe everything that he said is true. But everything that he said, nobody brought up. Any receipts to say that nah, this nigga, even Ice Cube, when he brought up the situation, when he said that shit, I was like, alright, man, I gotta give it to some credence. So, but. Yeah, the perspective was like, I mean, I wanna put it like that. He's like, he's right, but he's not right. But yeah. he shouldn't have said that shit. Never happened on some level, but he is right in what he said. So, you can't 
can't knock what he's saying. It's just that he said it, like Dave said, like you said it in poor taste. I'm not saying because it was like, I'm not even saying because like black or white shit or whatever like that. I just believe that how Cat was going at everybody for the top of the year. One, I think it's genius. I think it's like 50 oh. cent of who got you. I mean, who shot you? But and, uh, and another thing, but it's like calling out earthquake and shit like that. You said it earlier though. And I was, I was about to say, about like that. You don't like these niggas already. Yeah. They spoke right. Like so I'm talking joke, about it. The, that joke though, in particular, again, that might be the one where like Dave is talking of Dave Chappelle is talking right, about him going after, you know what I'm saying, black comedians because his whole thing on that was these two other black comedians and I'm like, What these niggas do? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. and then he didn't even want to name those people, he just left it vague in that situation, by the way. Yeah, and that sounds way more like a he personally likes a black shit, but at the same time, he holds some value like, now nah, maybe we shouldn't be talking about certain shit out around other people. Everybody's perspective is valid or whatever. That's what he had about cash. If I be spewing our shit about, we think about these things. As I said, to be honest with you, all I got from it, great joke. <laughs> That's what I took away from it. Great joke, Cash. I took, I took that he had things to say about situations and then great jokes to go along with it. Mm-hmm. And like, I felt like I got what he was saying about whatever he was doing. And then I got the funniness with it. Mm-hmm. Again, he tells a great story and a great joke and he's good at what he does. He made a point of being he's like, he didn't good. have to be on there. He he's came very on good. There. He wasn't promoting nothing in particular or nothing. Huh? I feel like that's better yeah. interviewers when they yeah. like actually have a response to what you're saying if it's a, a, a unclear thing or, yeah. or whatever or they feel a different way about it or they think the perception of it's going to be different. They just want to challenge that to get more out of them so that people understand what this nigga's actually saying. So I do appreciate, I did appreciate how I was going. But I intend on finishing it still. You know, okay. We've talked about it now. Like It, I, it was good. Like It was entertaining. Yeah. yeah I mean, you're like, yeah. More informative. It was informative as far as specific situation. As much as I care about, like, how these niggas feel about shit, whatever. Eh, I could tell, like, he felt like he was saying truthful things. But at the same time, that 
as he pointed out, he already had issues with, like you said, morally or how niggas go about shit. He feels differently than these niggas. There's different cliques and all that. I felt him, so I understood why he was going to be going as he was. And I appreciate how he pointed out with the chick that he had to interview with that tried to say some shit about him, how he went on her, but he was like, nah, I was respectful. Like, um, I do jokes, like, but I wasn't going to hit you on these certain things because that's going to offend a whole bunch of people. I'm not trying to offend yeah. like that. Like, that's interesting that you're mindful of that. So mm-hmm. that put me on a, like, I respect you more for that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the thing you're just verbally saying now that I might have already thought about you and didn't think about before. So I like it. I think 12 should have pressed him on that 3,000 book thing. <laughs> 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 I was like, that never felt kind of a while to me, but I was like, eh, I don't know. It's believable. Because when I was a youth reminded me at the library. Yeah. Yeah. I could just I was like physically able. I think you could do like six thousand, so maybe seven thousand. Like, but I feel like well, how much time you dedicated to that? Number? How much? Yeah, three thousand. Three thousand a, a year or something like that. I yeah. listen to books now, dog. I don't do that many, and I listen a lot. I do like four books a month and I listen all through work days. So that's like at least seven hours. It'd take like two to three days to read How to many go through a book. Weeks in a, in a year? 15, 15. That that's fifty seven books a week. Fifty seven books a week. I'm that's, I don't, I don't, I don't so like, that's like what five books a book day, six books a day, and I'm being nice and rounded. Yeah, fifty-seven books a day. I mean a week. Yeah. So that's um, eight books a day, eight and a half books a day. That's just easy. <laughs> eight and a half books a day. If you if all you have to do is remember what the situation he said that was, I escaped from fucking my home. And went to Florida, and all I did was read. Before that, all I did was give sermons and shit like that. Eight and a half I remember years. being on that youth circuit. Eight and a half books sucks. Eight and a half books. You have to. Books. You know what that? That's what you have to do. That's why I had to do the math. That's why I had to do the math to like see is it even realistic? Know. You know what I'm saying? Dog. How long does it take you to actually read a book? How long does it take you to read, book? read the, um, the math book? Well, you know what? Um, no. He's reading like. Biographies and shit. And read a map. I'm trying yeah. to think about it. I'm trying to think it through. Really read through it? Read like, and understand. Not, not do the exercises and shit, though. I mean, if you're doing, mean, if you're doing some of the exercises, yeah. I mean, have no your curiosity, you got to do some no of the shit because it's other shit you got to get in your head. I mean, that could range from an hour to. Any, up to like probably like four oh, hours. Yeah, yeah, and that's what. And I'm, and I'm assuming, and I'm assuming something like that's like two hundred and fifty or less in terms of pages. No, but it's more like it's more like three hundred because of the back of the book and shit like that too. Okay. But I'll pull with three hundred still. Go ahead. An hour. Like I said, at the if you're really just like going through it and you just like do the couple like example things, I mean, and you I, just go. 
I'll, I'll give you a, <laughs> mid, <laughs> mat, a best time of probably like about an hour. That's you know what I'm Y'all are amazing. So you can, again, say, so if you can read a math book that's 300 pages and understand it, how the fuck can you not read about seven books at seven hours with, again, at 13, 14 years old and shit, uh, 11 years old, where you have nothing else to fucking do with your time but to fucking read or, or choose your time to watch TV or whatever, you have the time. You can knock out seven hours in your sleep. I had to do book reports during the fucking summertime with my fucking family and shit. Bro, I'm, I'm, I'm with it. you. I'm with you. I, I, I was reading Jerome Dickey books um, just for fun. I, it definitely, again, like I said, once I did the math just now, I'm that's like, that's actually, that's actually doable. I'm not saying, I'm not saying, I am not saying that it is something that I would say I would do, and I would definitely say it takes an exceptional person to do it. I would say that it would take at a point in time in your life that and that's and true too. You have to have the opportunity. Have that much time, time and opportunity. opportunity. And I agree. The conditions say it wouldn't happen. The conditions have to allow it. Yeah, that's amazing level to me. And oh, I yeah. read a lot, man. You know, I read books yeah, like five, six hundred pages, and I'll be reading those a couple of different afternoons and on trains, and it would take me like two, three days to read it. I'm just saying because, like, I'll be honest with you and say that, like, in terms of like having, like, having given assignment and you know told to go through the following sections or whatever, like I clear those sections doing the work in like about. I mean, I never took as long minutes. You know what I'm saying? Something like that. You know what I'm saying? And so that's why I'm saying if if instead of doing like all of the problems, I'm actually just doing a few of the sample joints to make sure I really do follow and understand the concept and what have you. And then I just go, okay, cool. And I move and I build on to it with the next chapter. And you know, I still do that. I guess a book would be different than a book. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly, that's why I asked you the fucking question. And no, that's what I'm saying. It's the old shit. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, right? I mean, at least we're in dead level like that. We all, I mean, people that I know that can hold conversations. Listen, read the book. It was was one of those things we just felt like, uh, why am I wasting slow? So, yeah, to to not read it when at at the end of the day you look on the syllabus and you guess what? You got to read all of them anyway. Let's go ahead and get this out of the way. And when they're ready to ask the questions, I I got it out the way and was like, I'm not reading that. That's going to be an F. (laughs) So that was out the way. (laughs) I was like, I read read the ones I was reading. You're going to get good ass reports on those. (laughs) And the rest of them, I just didn't do it. He's been doing it for a while, people. Yeah, I mean, it's just what it was. Um, I I, I, I want to wrap up. Yeah, but I also want to talk about the book as well. And I don't want to talk with the parents, but I do have one. I know, but I have one question. One question about so. Can a movie be about Jesus? If it's, can a movie not be about Jesus if it is ahead? Do you say that? Yes, yes. I say so. Yes, absolutely, yes. It can, but it doesn't have to be not about me. 
just because the recognition or even a character, you know, saying uh, appearance that's supposed to be uh, Christ doesn't mean that it's all about Christ. That's not. I mean, I felt like I got a thing out of it. It's 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 Jesus. Right. Yeah, yeah, but uh, it's anybody like as far as I'm concerned. I understand he's a important character, like so. It right. seems like how would he not be the central figure? Right. And I feel like watching the movie, I haven't seen it. You could watch it and be like, "Oh, I feel like that was about Jesus." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you'd be justified in saying that if that's your perspective. Like, I might not necessarily agree with you totally. I'm like, that was probably an aspect of it. You could look at it as that, like that was pointed out in it. But I felt like. Trying not to. So, my aspect of it is, I'm um, not even talking about the movie, is that if you make a movie during, yes. a, if you make a um, a movie during a certain period of time, right, mm-hmm. and during that time, you know, theoretically or not, depending on whatever, um, Jesus is walking around, right. Mm-hmm. Because of right, yep. how does he not become the main focal point, even though he's not the main character? Uh, okay, so I say so that I put like use another situation or another type of thing kind of for you. You could ask the same thing about is when there's uh, movies that are not necessarily about World War II, but about people during World War II. Where there'll be war shit happening in it, but that may not be the focus. So it's like, I feel for this movie in particular, or the situation, it's that Jesus and the whole background shit of Mm -hmm. it is the background. It's like the setting of the story. So you don't ignore it, but it's not necessarily the focus. What do you think? Okay. That's how I feel about how they they take my take on how they used it. Like they feel like they were on the nose at one point. Like this is that person that you expect because of the situation, the timing, and everything. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it will be shown. Like, but I feel like that wasn't necessarily the focus of the movie, even though a teaching of that thing was a focus of the movie. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, so it wasn't about him, but he was related because it was the background. It's like World War Two, Like, niggas being in, like, say, England or in the bombing or whatever, like, they're not the focus of the story. It's the niggas running through trying to save Martin Ryan. Yeah, like the, the the war was the background. That's what they had to go through to deal with right. their shit. World War Two, you know what I mean? Like for them to find this nigga and go through it and get him back safe, that was the background. So Jesus was the background. Jesus, Jesus was the war. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. And so you get to see shit of Jesus in it, like. But the story's not necessarily about him. 
people, but it's so prominent as a thing that you might just call it a World War II movie. And not like a movie about drama or, or uh, interpersonal relationships or something. Yeah, so a lot of people classify um, Saving Private Ryan as a war movie when it's really a drama. Right. Some interest in it, 
You know what I mean? They're actually having conversations about it. Um, like, it seemed like uh, Mayor was pointing out like what people were taking away from the conversations and running with is always the interesting thing. Like I hate analyzing people, but you can't help but notice the things that people make jokes about and the things that get regurgitated to you about these things. Because like, uh, I, I watch some of it now, so it's weird that I don't see shit about all this other stuff. You just keep you know, using the meme part of them saying some funny shit. So that can discourage a little bit, but that at least means to me that more people are going to be watching the shit if they haven't seen it already. Or just along the clips of it to try to find their own memes and shit. So, um, interesting conversation about it. Uh, that's all I really got to say about it. I don't have none of the, the actual personal things. There's nothing really for me to reflect on about it. Like, these niggas are people like everybody else. They're going to have their thoughts. They got platforms to do these things and stuff. And that's what you do. And so I don't feel like, I will say that. There, I don't feel like there's no line of, you shouldn't be saying this. Not if it's, not if it's like a thing that you can't just say is like you're uh, uh, slandering somebody and be right about that is slander. You know what I mean? Like if you're just calling people shit, you're like this thing's a pedophile, blah, 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 and there's no actual other, come on, dog, you can't be doing that. There you go. But otherwise, hey, y'all talk it out, nigga. Y'all got platforms, whatever. Whatever that platform allows you to say, and you feel like saying it, then hey, it's out there, nigga. I can still feel my personal way I would have said this or that or whatever. But uh, again, that's me. You're you. You can do what you do. There's consequences, whether, you know, we can depend on people to buy shit from you in certain aspects and do things. And now that's threatening that, then, I mean, hopefully you took that into account. That's pretty much it. Uh, uh, I book the players thing. I'll just reiterate again. It, it was worth watching. Okay. You know, however you feel about, you know, religious stuff or whatever. The movie was good in some way. And entertaining. I felt. It's not as straightforward as, like, you want to say biblical and, like, and bring all that up. You, you might think, like, Ben Hur or some type of old date. It's not like that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's time, peace, time period. It's a period piece type of thing. But right. It's an interpretation. Like, everything is all the time. You know what I mean? So just you know, might keep that in mind for some people. You might find that off-putting at some point. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Um. New year, new me. Uh, 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 yeah. in a while. DA. I'm proud of people. They already gave up on me. It was beautiful. I love it. Yeah. Salute. Salute to the game. Uh, you want me to go next? Sure. Dollars. So. Yeah. Um, as I started at the beginning, uh, I love Pat Williams as a comedian. Uh, I do know that, you know, he likes to uh, speak truth, but he likes to also add his spices, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, and do what he does, which is, you know, make it so that you can, you know, 
laugh at the pain, laugh at the absurdity, and just laugh at the joys of life. You know what I'm saying? So he's really good at his craft, and I respect him for that. Um, again, what I feel like he put in a bad position is that he is not, in my opinion, ever off as a comedian. You know what I'm saying? And so, again, he's that way. I can respect that, uh, you know, the whole show is definitely again, uh, appealing and appropriate from the perspective of, again, these other grown, grown-ass people got, got on Club Shay Shay, had their opportunity to speak, chose to bring his name up and say this, that, and the third, and so him getting his opportunity to take the stage and do the same, 100% dope to you know what I'm saying? I definitely respect that on the highest level. About the show. Yeah, yeah. About the show in general, and about, you know what I'm saying? And about cats, you know what I'm saying? Again, going at niggas, you know what I'm saying? We went at, you know what I'm saying, for the most part. Um, I will say again, uh, what's the nigga? Um, Ricky Smiley? <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm, again, I heard not myself heard like watch the episode of him right. on Club Shay yeah, yeah. So I've heard that one year he was talking about chat and blah blah blah. And personally the way it was told to me, and again I haven't I've heard the authentic and I really need to do that so I can stop having to explain in a side and sideways manner. But but um I'm not sure that it was said in a way, again, that really was like a shot at Cat. You know what I'm saying? I don't feel like it was said in a way where it was supposed to be disrespectful in any way. If anything, again, I feel like it was one of those moments where, to me, Cat is like twisting the view of the situation to make it be a negative. You know what I'm saying? But. Again, without having listened to the, the actual interview, I can't say 100% that that's truly what it is. Um, and again, Cat's gonna take how, shit how he takes shit. And he ain't been the homegrown man. Um, again, uh, again, I, it was, uh, I guess, you know, I, I felt, you know, like he was, it was cool that he, uh, you know, showed love and respect for, for Bernie, you know what I'm saying? But I also felt like he was riding that shit a little bit hard, you know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, you're kind of cool riding his, you know what I'm saying, shit right uh, now, like, a little too much, like, calm down a little bit, you know what I'm saying? But, um... And then the Kevin Hart piece. I, again, I definitely 100% am uh, somebody who sees Cat Williams 100% as like the aggressor in whatever little conflict that they have going on because somebody's deciding that, look, I'm not interested in promoting the level of uh, beef that you're trying to do in terms of, you know what I'm saying, starting a lot of stupid animosity between the two of them. 
it's like, no, I'm not doing that with you. Like, the way your personality is and my personality is, if we, like, try to do it as, like, a thing where it's, like, we push each other as, like, just competitors, you know what I'm saying? Like, again, it's going to get, and, and do it in a way where it's, like, public, verbal spar and all of that, like, it's going to get nasty to a way that, and to a level that I don't want to, you know what I'm saying, be a part of, you know what I'm saying? Because Cat Williams is a, a, a full in name, full in kind of guy, you know what I'm saying? And so if you're going to really go with it, go at him with it, he's going to go, he's going to go full flex. So Kevin Hart's like, look, I do things in life that, you know what I'm saying, are real life things that, you know, I make mistakes because I'm somebody who's got a lot of money and a lot of time to do ridiculous things, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to be a part of that, you know what I'm saying? So I definitely can understand him deciding that he don't want to, you know what I'm saying, be a part of that. But even to the level where Cat takes it, though, too, where he, like, makes it real, real, real. Like I said, he kind of hits him on a professional level that of, like, being, like, somebody who's, like I said, like, almost like he's acting like he's a big bully. It's like, nigga, you're one of the big bullies, so you don't really get to <laughs> be fucking so feisty about other niggas being any kind of bully, because whatever you're saying this nigga does, you do it just as much, you know what I'm saying? Like, whoever you feel came at you, you go at them, and you do whatever the fuck, you know what I'm saying, it is that you do to, you know, promote the niggas that you feel are, uh, either, you know, people you can help in their, you know, young and coming up, or that they show loyalty and love to you and you want to show it back to them. So, you know, again, just, you can't fault somebody else for doing the same exact shit. It just seems funny to me. So, I gotta look at all of that shit as jokes. And, but otherwise, again, it was, you know, again, it was a lot of good jokes. That's the whole point. Cat Williams is an amazing comedian. I love all of his punchlines. I love the way he builds his story. I love the way he tells his story. Again, it's just that I don't always agree with his perspective and take on things. But, you know, again, He's, that's how that's how it works. You know what I'm saying? We don't always agree on every perspective and every situation. So, um, but like I said, high respect for for his professional craft. Um, and and for his again, I don't know how much of again his life story uh, is the hundred percent accuracy thing and all of that. But at the same time, even if a, a tenth or I want to say like 30% of his background story is accurate. He's really been through uh, things that I would never, you know what I'm saying, want to see myself go through. And, you know what I'm saying? Has, uh, again, lived life though in a way that is definitely remarkable and should be aspired to in terms of live your life your way type of thing. So, um, salute to him, you know what I'm saying? He made mistakes. Um, oh, and I will be going to see with the Clarence. Hopefully, I can, you know, do that rapidly so we can have that as part of the next episode. That'll be what's up. Salute once again to the Kings at the Table. Amazing conversations as always. Amazing comeback session for DA. I, that that closeout was like, you went, you had some things to say, sir. I, I was like, oh, okay, okay. You went in the bag, you know what I'm saying? I thought he was going to do the the traditional, you know what I'm saying, a quick little bang, 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 you know what I'm saying, and give you a little common saying since goes a long way, you know what I'm saying, when you're giving them gems out the way the angel, you know what I'm saying, but you gave y'all some real real today, like, 
Salute to y'all. Y'all got the extra bonus. Y'all should just love this episode. All right. Mike's, Mike's yours. <laughs> Mayor. Oh, man. Yo. Respect, Kings. Respect. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> Those same things I thought. I was like, oh, that's respect, Kings. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, what are we talking about? Um, oh, Cat Wounds. Hi, great. Great interview, Cat. Um, a great conversation, I should mm. say. Club mm. um, um, like definitely owes you a case to that alcohol or that cognac sent your way. Like how many followers you got? How many views you got? Like twenty four million, thirty five million in a day, something like that. Something crazy, mm-hmm. super viral. Everybody's following your lead around, like, as far as, like, conversations go, you know, trying to be as shocking as the next or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to say some stuff that hopefully people are going to listen to. And I don't know if we got, we got anything else that people want to listen to other than that. And I think Kat knows that. I think Kat... The person that read three thousand books a year will know that people will only respond to your message bullshit. So instead of just giving you a stand-up special, which is going to give you that, it's going to give you the message bullshit for you to talk about. And I don't think that he feels great about it, but I do think that. Hamlet is gonna always play the game and see it all the way through. And I don't know. I I think I see that in in Cat in that spirit of just like it is what it is at some point, but at the same time you can still understand what you're in. It's some nasty fucking business. And he's playing the game accordingly. Like, I don't think that he's lying that much, but I don't think he's 100% telling the truth. But I don't think he's 100% wrong in the approach that he's taking because, I mean, look at it. It's like, it's funny. It's charismatic. It's a little bit, like you said, like corny and shit. Like, it got all of it. It's like it takes you through like every emotion. It's like the best roller coaster ride you can think of and shit. And it's from Cat. So <laughs> it comes with a certain level of spice and shit. So I just think it's a um a great advertisement of himself. I think it's a great look at Club Tayshay. I think he's a Hall of Famer for a reason. The fact that he knew to get the fuck out the way and let this interview happen or this conversation happen and let Cat kind of take over the wheels. Great Cat. Um, that sounds like a, um, a fantastic journalist that, that deserves a Pulitzer. Hmm. Hmm. Say it first. Because it's, if 
fantastic journey. If ever. So far, all I know is for a fact is that car joke of him parking and him being on the stool and shit like that and doing the shit. I've seen that shit way before saying the entertainment did that shit. I've seen that by Cat Williams. And as a person that frequents comedy a lot or used to a lot, now it's through YouTube and TikTok and wherever else I can get the shit from. If I can go to a show, that would be what's up. But yeah, man, it's, it's an ugly game out happy that people are having the attitude to step up and if people don't like it even if your heroes don't like it gotta fuck it Dave got something to say look at have something to say anybody got something to say say it to their face say it and Cat Williams didn't directly say it to the face but he did the next best thing and say it on the platform they were on. You get to say this shit on here first, I get to come on here and say this shit next. And I watched you say this shit. And as far as the question of, you know, did Jesus take up the whole movie? outside their minds. Get outside their hearts. They hold on to that shit so hard. Because I guess they feel that that's all they have in the end. And I don't feel that way. I feel like I'm more than my mind and my heart. And my spirit, I guess, if I have one of those. It's just that we take the things that we know for granted and we skip over them like pebbles and shit and like pawns and shit. But in the reality, we're all just sitting here just trying to like figure out like what things really are. But we know what they are because we experienced them and we talked about them observe them and, and, and it's and it's no same with your your knowledge and your your faith and your belief like you can experience your faith you can experience your belief um but to have something consume something because you can't because you're not willing or not even not willing there's a part of you that's unable to see that there is truth behind everything. And you just have to seek it. Because it's already there. And people don't search themselves for it. They search Google. They'll search the encyclopedia for 
Sandica, the dictionary, Webster's, Webster's, whatever the fuck, but they will insert themselves. No matter how much the experience is on it, valid or whatever, it's just to, to them it's not worth it. And I hope that when you listen to this podcast, if you make it to the end of this podcast, if you listen to this podcast, that you know that your own experience are worth it. So when you hear people say, peace, God, that frightened them the fact that people may call themselves what you may perceive as the Almighty, but we're just calling ourselves is worthy of our name. Your name could be such and such, and pronounce such and such, and pronouns be such and such, and whatever you believe in that all power or you don't. The only thing that I do know is that when I look to my left and I look to my right, I have my goals. And I don't need a savior or something else to prove that's the same. And I'm not mad if you do. And that is niggas talking. Ooh. We went to a different level. This is motherfucking Boston unofficial mayor. On the first go round, I want some second service. Yeah, I wanted some super second service. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Oh, man. That's what made it. This is motherfucking the mayor with AKA 2J. Salute to the king. That is the DA. Without him, don't ever try to subtract it. Motherfucking dollars. We in the building. Always in the motherfucking building. And we out. Please support black art. Shout out Blunt of Beats. They got that ish, man. (laughs) Yeah. Come here, the story of a king. Looked down from his throne, but never felt big. Come here, the story of a king. Destined for greatness, but every step was a sting. Come here, the story of a king. He looked for justice, but all he found was hatred. Come here, the story of a king. He had a dream, but every day was a nightmare. Yeah, come here, come here. Yeah, this is niggas talk. Come here, come here. Yeah, this is niggas talk. Come here, come here. Yeah, this is niggas talk. Ha-ha, listen to niggas talk. Ha-ha. Yo, come holla at you niggas. You can find me, Rob Dollars, Dollars on Twitter, at HeBoston. Or you can search for the DA as Boston's Baked B. That's the Boston DA. Baked B-E-E. And if you want to get at the mayor, jump on the gram and find him at Roxbury Kids 617 To the mayor. Yo, you can keep up with all of us through our Wix page, The Niggas Talk. Link in the description down below. Yo, keep it G, my people. One. Come here, come here. Yeah, this is Niggas Talk. Come here, come here. Yeah, this is Niggas Talk. Come here, come here. Yeah, this is Niggas Talk. Niggas Talk. Ha ha. Get at us. <laughs>